0: that the Supreme Court could decide 2024. Um, I want to understand that. I'm I'm just in the middle of reading it right now. But why would that be maddening in the case, um, in this case, that it's eligibility? That's the question. I actually think it's a pretty simple question um, and not a political one.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, however one sort of approaches the question of the eligibility and, and the merits of that question, the, the the point that I wanted to sort of try to sort of help readers work through is kind of where we are at this very odd moment in America. Mm-hmm. This is a Supreme Court, right, that in the last couple of years has totally upended the law on abortion, on voting rights, on gun rights, uh, you know, uh, uh, the Second Amendment and all that. And there was a period of time you may remember, I'm sure you folks were talking about it quite a bit, after the uh, 2020 election where there were. People clamoring for Supreme Court reform, right? Expanding the court and right. imposing term limits. The Biden administration sort of took a pass on that. Um, they had this uh, sort of commission that produced a report that was like sort of promptly forgotten. And, you know, last year, that Supreme Court tanked his, his signature domestic policy initiative, the student loan uh, um, relief initiative. Those same people now are going to be addressing this disqualification issue. And, you know, so you have that being a very peculiar element to all this. And then second, you know, the Supreme Court also has to consider this issue of whether or not Donald Trump is immune from criminal prosecution. And that is now introducing a delay in the calendar and a question about when this criminal trial might occur. But as you know, we've talked about before, you know, the Justice Department's sort of original sin here was not investigating and moving this prosecution along more quickly. Um, there is another world in which, you know, if Jack Smith or someone else had been given the, the same mandate in early 2021. You know, Trump could have been charged uh, in mid 2022. We could have seen a trial, a potentially a conviction last year with the political knock on effects now underway. That obviously did not happen. And so here we are now at the start of what I think is going to be a very rancorous and challenging year for everyone, as I think Mark Barnacle said. And, yeah. um, and I just think it's important to understand why we're here.
2: You just mentioned in passing something that uh, a lot of people have raised and wondered about, the lack of uh, swiftness with which the Justice Department looked at Donald Trump's crimes. When uh, January 2021, 20, 20, uh, they took over, uh, Merrick Garland became Attorney General, and nothing happened for months and months and months. Do you have any sense of why it took so long for the Department of Justice to move?
1: Well, look, there have been two sort of broad theories, and I'll sketch them out, but I'll tell you what I think really happened. One is that there was sort of this effort to do sort of a bottom-up criminal investigation. We start with the riot, writers, Maybe someday we'll end up with Donald Trump. That theory never made much sense for reasons that I wrote about at the time, because that's not how real, large uh complex criminal investigations work in reality you want to get to the top as quickly as possible i don't really think that's what was going on another um uh, 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 a hypothesis which was sort of borne out in some reporting i did for a a profile of merrick garland um is that there was a real hesitance coming into uh, uh office both uh, on the part of Biden and Garland. They didn't want to appear to just sort of be going after Trump with a special prosecutor. They thought it would be too, too disruptive um, and, and politically uh, uh, unsettling. That for sure was Biden's position. Uh, and I think Garland ended up sort of uh, uh Following it too, maybe held it independently, but I think that there was reluctance on this part. And I, I know, you know, Washington, the Washington Post issued uh, a major report last year that I know you folks talked about about that delay, uh, about sort of a year and a half long delay. And there, frankly, there is no good explanation, uh, unfortunately.
0: Back, President Biden will mark tomorrow's three-year anniversary of the January 6th Capitol attack with a campaign speech today near Valley Forge, Pennsylvania. He's expected to focus on the importance of American democracy in the 2024 election, emphasizing the danger another Trump presidency would mean to the American institution. The Biden campaign tells NBC News that, in its view, the January 6th attack has been underestimated and that the president is, quote, going to be very straightforward about what happened, the truth of what happened and the role that Trump played. A Biden campaign advisor adds that while Trump and his allies have tried to rewrite what happened on January 6th, the images of that day are still very much seared into people's minds. And so as we look, uh, 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 gosh, now three years after that day, it's definitely seared in our minds, Jonathan Lemire, but it has been papered over by a lot of Republicans who also refuse to sort of face what happened. And now you have states across the country that are opting to take Trump off the ballot for engaging in insurrection. Are we at the stage where we're gonna debate whether or not that was an insurrection?
3: Yeah, certainly Trump and his allies have done an effective job convincing other Republicans uh, that what happened on January 6 was not that big of a deal to try to to downplay it to normalize it, and President Biden simply isn't going to let that happen. Aides tell me from my reporting on this that he he's going to return to some familiar themes about defending democracy, about saying that it is indeed on the ballot this November. But he's his aides believe that when there are searing national moments like January 6, the next national election becomes a referendum on what happened and they think that the american people uh, are just so sick and disgusted of what happened on that january day three years ago that they won't chose choose to go down that path Uh, and pick Trump again. So today's speech in Valley Forge, sort of the unofficial kickoff of the Biden campaign, twinned with a speech in South Carolina on Monday at the site of that racist mass shooting at a church in Charleston, uh, some years ago. And today we'll hear from the president. Well, he'll he'll evoke his setting of Valley Forge and he'll, he'll talk about George Washington, not just as a defender of American ideals, but also someone who walked away, someone who twice gave up power, resigning his commission, leading the Continental Army. And then again, walking away from the presidency after two terms, setting that precedent uh, that his successors followed for centuries, and comparing that to Donald Trump, who, of course, fought to overturn the 2020 election, fought to cling to power, and President Biden will argue, remains a real threat to our nation's democracy. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a
1: conscience.
4: Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will
2: be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Vann.
4: It's Friday, uh, 5 January in the year of our Lord, 2024. Um... The end of the, uh, I guess, the work week. Of course, we work here on Saturday, so it's not quite the end of the War Room work week. But uh, as the War Room posse is always, we're ready to go to work today. Um, wrapping up the first week of 2024. A, what, did, what did the guys say? A rancorous and challenging year. Bro, you don't know how rancorous it's going to be, particularly with the, sw- the ascendance of MAGA and uh, the sweeping victories that are before us. Because if you haven't noticed, we got them on the run. Uh, Note to self, when they're sitting there and they're they're grasping this first, they're whining like you've never seen them. Oh, why didn't we move quicker? Why didn't we get on this quicker? You know, Trump, these things on the ballot, you know, he's got to be pulled the ballot because they know if he's on the ballot, he wins, wins and wins big. And then there'll be, I don't know, come retribution or really, I think it's, Setting things right. Making sure that uh, the takedown of the administrative state and the deep state, which is now after him, just out in the open. It's not even, that's why I say, don't call it deep state. It's in your face state. Of course, uh, Biden today, we're going to be covering this wall to wall. I want to announce we've got Lou Dobbs joining us at 6 o'clock tonight uh, for a special. When we talk about this at 3 o'clock or 3.15, I think. And Grace and Mo will have it up on the, the live stream on both Getter and, um, and Rumble. And all of our other platforms, um, he's going to go to Valley Forge. He's trying to he's trying to weld himself to the image of George Washington. Think just think about this: when you kick off a uh, election from an incumbent, it's a it's a referendum on the incumbent, on the incumbent's actions. He can't do that. He's got to go back to Orange Man bad, Orange Man insurrectionists, Orange Man bad, and his followers, the deplorables, uh, MAGA. Uh, The America first, uh, the war room posse, the cadre, uh, you're evil, you're domestic terrorist. So 60 or 65 percent. And the numbers are terrible for them. 40 percent of all the American people think he's illegitimate, think he's illegitimate. This is a Washington Post poll said we've done our work there. 70 percent of Republicans, which I think is low, but 70 percent of Republicans, independents, I think are in the 30s. I got to check that. I think they're they're in the 30s like over a third, um, 40% overall think, and that includes 10% of Democrats, uh, think he's illegitimate. It's kind of tough to talk about yourself and to put forward your program when a vast amount of people in this country think you're not the legitimate president of the United States. And every day it becomes more and more uh, known or realized that no legitimate president would do what you do—a a, sower of chaos and anarchy. Right now, we just got where I think the House is going to move on the subpoenas of Hunter Biden to hold him in contempt, hold him in contempt for not being there and answering the questions on the uh, that he's got to on his father's treason, selling out the country to the Chinese Communist Party, into Ukraine and all others. So it's off. This off to a bang. We're going to have a special tomorrow. I've got the great Julie Kelly who's going to join me as my co-host for a couple of hours. We're going to bring other people in. She's also going to break down Michael Graves, the U.S. attorney, had an outrageous, uh, I guess, press conference or briefing yesterday on J6. And here's why. They've got to go back to the same old playbook. They've got to go back to the insurrection. The United, the country's over. The country's over that. Pass it. Not a big deal. That's, that, that's not me saying that. That's the country saying that. What's a big deal is the um, – is the jobs report, top-line jobs report, oh, it's kind of hot, and, in, in, you know, the the 10-year Treasury is up over four, market's a little off, but but the underlying, we're going to get Brad on here, if you look at the numbers below, there's there's the record number, I think it's a million and a half people working two and three jobs. If you look at this, and the reason they got these new jobs is the, is the illegal aliens are coming in at record numbers, driving wages down. We're going to have Royce White on here to talk about that. That's why you see uh, blacks and, and Hispanic citizens, American citizens coming to the Trump movement. Why? They understand the fixes in, that these guys continue to print money. If we can go, if we can also pull up, if we can also pull up, up on my getter, and you got to, getter's totally free. Just go to it. I put stuff up there all night long, as does Grace and as does Mo, although Grace gets a little spicy over there on, on uh, Twitter every now and again. On occasions, late at night, she and Mike Davis must—they—they must be in communicato in that because Mike Davis gets a little comes a little hot late at night on uh Twitter. Also, Reason Magazine, you know, I think it's Jason Boehm, B-O-E-M, a tremendous article. I don't, as you know, it's not a lot of uh, with the Libertarians and Reason I agree with, but they have some great articles. He—he's got—he's done some math, and he—he he sets up a good way. He Says, hey, look. You basically got to think from the start of the NFL season, basically mid September, the start of the NFL season, September 18th, and to just a couple of days ago, we added $1 trillion face amount of, of, uh, of debt. $1 trillion. If you go back to when the terrible deal was cut by McCarthy and McHenry uh, in, in Graves, a uh, Louisiana, not the U.S. attorney, but the congressman from Louisiana. It was 31400000000000 trillion. We've added $2.6 trillion in six months. This is unheard of. And there's no pandemic. There's no pandemic. This is just a normal course of, of, business, of spending and drop in tax revenue because the economy is not growing at 8%. But what Boehm over at Reason did, and that's why I want everybody quickly just scan that while, I'm, while we're on today. He's saying by the end of March, the end of March, we're going to add another trillion dollars. Now, I haven't done the math. I'm going to do it after the show, but I think he's pretty close. My point is now you, ha- you have two things converging, an out-of-control invasion of the country and out-of-control spending. And they're up there, Mike Johnson, uh, Jake um, um, Jake Sherman over at Punchbowl's is reporting that Mike Johnson is now going to go directly to Biden. He's cutting out uh, McConnell and Schumer. The Senate is nowhere, really nowhere of border security he understands coming off of that and the war room laying him up and of course you people calling that they need direct results he's going to go and tell him hey if you don't if you don't hit the bid on these real border protections the government's going to shut down and there's not going to be any ukraine supplemental so this thing's it's firing all cylinders you want to fight the war on posse wants to fight we like to fight but we like to fight fights that matter we got a fight that matters in front of us we're going to break it down all this morning Get everybody's assignments and everybody break to the ramparts. We're going to work smart. We're going to work tough. And we ain't going to back down. In the war room, in a moment. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now, you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon B A N N O N to 989898 Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A+ rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989890 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898 and secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action, action, action.
2: Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon.
4: You may notice we're feeling pretty good this morning. Why is that? We got them on the run. They're so desperate, they're, they're, they're coming up with. One of the things I, I try to emphasize here, when you see people coming up with gimmicks, like like the trillion dollar, Bitcoin, or whatever they're thinking of doing over a treasury, or all these phony things they do all the time, on, on, on the performative the things they do on the border, or other things you see them doing and trying to – oh, we cut spending. It was the biggest. Remember the, the debt deal? And we told you it was a lie. Oh, it's the biggest. And I had people calling me up, people I respect. Operatives, Steve. You don't understand. You've missed it. This is really the most significant cut that's ever come. I said, "Are you kidding me?" That's all performative. There's not a dollar being cut. Nothing. Zero. And these people, remember, the political operatives don't really understand how to do the math. So they said, "No," and I said, "You can't spend me on this." And then you talked to Russ Vote, and we had uh, Richard Stern from Heritage on the other day. The most cuts they're talking about at all is like sixty billion dollars. This is in a two and a half trillion dollars. We're adding a trillion dollars now every ninety days. It's just going to go on and on and on and on and on. It's in perpetuity. That's what this thing in Ukraine is. First off, it's offensive to you as a rational human being because oh, we got to get sixty billion, sixty billion. We already put one hundred twenty-five billion in. If you count it all up, maybe one hundred thirty billion. Put another sixty to eighty. You're two hundred. But they don't talk about next year and next year and next year because you're paying right now for all the pensions and all the uh, – you're paying for the pensions and the health care, the full health care of the Ukrainian people. Do you have full health care? You got a good pension? Don't, don't forget they're trying to come after your pension. Oh, you know, we got to get to entitlements. You can't – I've had actual reasonable people say, Steve, all this talk you do about cuts and – we really got you know, we have to be on the table. We have to get to entitlements first. I said, no, we don't. No, we don't. That's just a lie. That's a lie. That's taking the easy way out. We can leave we have we have work we have to do now. One that we have to do now with a nine hundred billion dollar or eight hundred and fifty billion dollar defense budget, right? And now with over a trillion dollars of interest expense. The first thing and Johnson said this, we have to have the border secure, right? And actually, as Big Biggs said, not just the passes of more laws, but actually the secure the the border actually being secure, secured, and that means no more invaders in here with the with the, with gun decking the uh, gun decking the um, the asylum walls. None, zero. Seal it hermetically. Seal it. Number two, he said, and this is what Jake Sherman said. said. this is why he wants to talk to Biden directly. There has to be significant cuts because this this kind of gimmick they've got with the CR, the year long CR, this one percent. So there's a couple, you know. Tens of billions of dollars, maybe a hundred billion dollars of cuts on 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 um, non-defense discretionary spending. Remember, non-defense discretionary spending. But we can't, and we have to have massive cuts in discretionary spending. And defense has to be on the table too. This gets back to 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 the to NATO. They have to become an ally, not a protectorate. And every time you see these guys on TV talking about Ukraine's not Ukraine is not an ally. We have no alliance with Ukraine. None, zero, the null set. They're not an ally. Okay. Israel's got to do more in their own defense. I think Israel has free college and free health care. Hey, hate to bring up a sore subject, but as long as citizens of this country don't have health care and don't have pensions and are hand to mouth, what is important is the sovereignty of this nation and what is important is the well-being and pursuit of happiness of her citizens. From the very first document, the Declaration of Independence, all the Continental Congress, the Constitution, all of it. American citizens, and not just America first, it's American citizens first. And we're not narcissistic or selfish. This nation has proven the most generous people in the history of the earth, in the history of the earth. And not just with our treasure, with our blood. So that's unquestioned. That's just a demonstrable fact. But we have to take care of our citizens. That's the problem. The problem with the uniparties, they want to be and they want to be big shots on TV and have all this and go to these cocktail parties and be thought of as big world thinkers. Well, screw you. We're talking nuts and bolts and we're talking fact, not happy talk. Why do they want to destroy Trump. Remember, Trump was beloved before he ran for president. He, you could go meet people in the entertainment industry and the sports and everything. Trump was a, Trump was not just a well-liked guy. He was kind of a beloved guy. Because he's a good time. He was a fun guy. He's got a great sense of humor. He, he's magnanimous, as you would be in the in the hospitality industry. His personality, as you can see, is uh, he's a sports guy. He's a guy's guy. He's kind of a throwback to the Rat Pack or to the Mad Men era. I know certain Karens out there, certain women who are never going to vote for him and hate him. But I know their heads blow up. But hey, this is the way it is. But why did Trump become from a beloved figure? Why did he become something that they're trying to put in jail for 700 years They're trying to take his wealth, which they're going to start on that next week. How did that happen? And to the point that the lovers of democracy, remember, they're defending democracy. We must defend democracy. This is about democracy. They're trying to take away your option of even voting for the guy by predicated, by laying it out on the J6 committee, which Johnson's got to get off his ass and meet, meet and have a vote. First thing they get back next week and say, hey, guess what? J6 committee done. Report Invalid, null and void. Cut, Chop their legs out from under them. If they're going to prove an insurrection, go prove an insurrection. Uh, I'll get into this more. I don't think I'm going to have time today, maybe Monday. They didn't think they could prove insurrection on Jefferson Davis. That's why they never tried. They never took him to court. Remember, he's never tried. The leaders of the Confederacy. They had some technical issues there. <laughs> they thought they might not, they might not be able to win in a jury trial. And the guys that were in the cabinet that were in Lincoln's cabinet after Lincoln was assassinated, the 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 uh, the team of rivals who were the smartest lawyers in the world. Remember what he with Stanton and Seward and Chase uh, and himself. You had the smartest deal lawyers in the country at one time on the, and they were all they initially hated him, and they ended up uh revering him because they saw him up close to what he did. Those guys came together and didn't think they could. That, that, we had 620. We had, what, I don't know, 10% of the population dead. The country destroyed. Columbia, South Carolina burned. Richmond, Virginia burned. Atlanta burned. New Orleans burned. Norfolk, parts of Norfolk, The shipyard burned to the ground. But Sherman told them, hey, you've got, you're not going to defeat. This is not going to be Napoleonic. It's not about beating armies. You're going to, have to do, you're going to have to go down to the south and you're going to have to burn it to the ground. These people are that ornery. That's where they put Sherman almost and put him in a insane asylum early in the war. said, no, you can't. That can't be right. Remember, they weren't brought up for, for the leaders of the Confederacy weren't. And there were technical reasons for that. So one end is charged and now they're saying, oh, he should have been charged two years ago. We need to get this done in 2022. The reason they didn't do it, they ain't got a case. And they know that they ain't got a case. He's not charged now with it. Charge him now Come on Jack Smith Come on Graves You guys are such tough guys Charge him now Don't use some backdoor thing On the 14th Amendment Which is going to get tossed This is how much they love democracy And of course They've got to go And they have to commit sacrilege At our most civic sacred sites Like up in Philadelphia Liberty Hall, Independence Hall They have to go there in front of it And give that horrible speech With the red glare You know Dark Brandon Like Joe Biden's a tough guy Ask Corn Pop. Ask Corn Pop how tough he was. Corn Pop knows, but now he's got to go to Valley Forge. Why he got to go to Valley Forge? Because it was the darkest probably time. Uh, and they had some very dark times in the Revolution. Uh, Christmas, you know, Christmas morning before the Battle of Trenton, pretty dark. Valley Forge, pretty dark. Had some tough times coming out of the gate. They got to weld themselves to Washington. To, 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 hey, I'll tell you, I'm going to weld Trump to Washington. He's, they called General Washington Cincinnatus. Why? Like the famous Roman general. He would be called back to duty, then he would walk away. Do, Donald Trump did not have to return to do this. That's where that whole thing on Morning Joe, you see the look? You see, you see Morning Mika? Morning Mika's got that knitted brow. She's got that, that um, resting blank face she very they're worried you know why if he's on if he's on the ballot he's going to win in a landslide subject to how much they cheat and you know they're going to cheat and we know they're going to cheat and we don't know yet if we've done enough for the cheating let's be blunt about that we don't know because we have an rnc that's completely hapless in state parties that they haven't given enough money to to do it but that's a topic for a different day but what you see right now I want you just to think about this for a second, just just over your uh, Warpath coffee, have a get that big pot of Warpath going right now. I'm not going to have you go to Birch Gold. I want you to think about this. When incumbents run, it's a referendum on the incumbent. Are you better off today than four years ago? That'd be so simple. Biden just walk up to a microphone. You're better off today than four years ago. They don't even talk about Bidenomics even more. You see it in the jobs reports. It's the lived experience of the working class and middle class in this country, and, and the worry and the anxiety is starting to eat away at people like battery acid, right? And you see that in the jobs report Day, people working multiple jobs, people, people barely making ends meet, and if they have to make ends meet, they've got to they gap it. Their gap financing is a credit card, which is now topped out, and it's uh, at 30% APR. And they're behind their taxes and they're behind the credit card and it's all catching up with them. And you're like a you're like a hamster on a wheel, you can barely keep up. And if you're under thirty-five, you're sitting there looking and saying, I'm never gonna be you know, I'm not I'm not tracking my parents in the same part of life and I'm never gonna I'm never gonna have the capital formation to be able to buy a house. I'm never gonna convince a girl that i I can actually a young lady that I can actually be an economic provider and we can have a family. That's why family formation's late, that's why homeownership's late. And of course, you have these radicals inside. They've allowed 10 million uh, illegal alien invaders in here. And they're have, trying to try have some discussion. <clears throat> oh, maybe we pass some more laws. We don't need any more laws passed. I love H.R. 2. If you can do it, fine. But you've got to take what you got and secure the board. Very simple. They're debasing your currency. This is why the purchasing powers drop so much 20%. They're debased your currency and they debased your citizenship. The currency and the citizenship or industry could be linked. They're doing fine. The wealthy are doing never done better in this country in their lives. Never done better in their lives. Short commercial break. We're going to go to Rome. Uh, We got uh, Royce White with us. Michael Seifert's going to join us. We're pretty packed this morning. But uh, it's the January 6th weekend. Guess what? We'll take it. If you want to to go January 6th, we'll go toe-to-toe. And let's have an up-or-down vote by the American people and see where we are on that. Short break. Back in a moment. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, standing behind their service and their values as a company. They are an example of putting the cause ahead of profits. And it's why I am proud and the war room posse is proud to partner with them. For Black Friday, Patriot Mobile wants to give you a brand new smartphone when you make the switch today. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you access to all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. And repeat that without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and much more. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, and for a limited time, get a smartphone for free. Go to PatriotMobile.com Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. That's Friday 76. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. Again, we're talking about a free smartphone. Offer is eligible only with the Black Friday promo code FRIDAY76. This is a limited time offer. Join me. Make that switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's patriotmobile.com slash Bannon. Promo code Friday76. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay. Uh, we're going to get into why he's not running on his record. Doesn't want to talk. You know, Bidenomics was all a thing, all this, all everything they did. What we do know is Axios to reporting that, wait for it, they're going to keep in President Trump's tariffs on the Chinese. Hello? Remember, that's a big thing. Oh, we can't decouple. Trump's a barbarian. Peter navarro doesn't know what he's talking about. Bannon and these guys just hate the CCP, so you can't trust anything they say. It doesn't, it's always about taking down the CCP, so you can't trust the judgment on the economics. That would be incorrect. Even Biden and the illegitimate regime there understand these tariffs work. That's actually a story. I've got it up on Getter. If Grace and Mo, if you can push it out, I'd appreciate it. Also, terrible news in this jobs report today. I want to bring in Michael Seaford, who's an American. First, remember, the alternative economy, the patriot economy, is being led by guys like Seaford, these entrepreneurs, many of whom worked in Silicon Valley and are now out building these amazing companies. PublicSquare.com is his. Uh, it's a big uh, favorite of the war room. You've got some technical things you've done to actually make it much more uh, productive for people to use. But I want to talk first, your thoughts. I mean, you're an America first guy. When you see zero hedge and zero hedge broke down immediately, the phoniness of the top line number, top line numbers, I think 212,000 jobs, pretty good. But then when you get below the top line, because they can gun deck the top line, you know, they have these adjustments later on. Oh, it was 50,000 more than we thought. But it's it's the undercard that's important. Seaford, what does the jobs tell you, brother?
5: Well, I thought that one of the most interesting aspects of this development is uh, something related to immigration, actually. Zero Hedge broke an interesting statistic uh, that found that since we have not had any new Native uh, American jobs since 2018. So it has now been over five years, and there has been zero increase in Native-born American jobs in this economy. So when you pair that Startling realistic uh, environment that we're facing with rhetoric from people like Nikki Haley or the Biden administration that love unfettered illegal immigration coming into our borders, and we need to have compassion for them and we need to make sure that they're secured jobs. This is the great replacement happening in real time economically. And so, for us as a marketplace, our focus has to be on supporting American owned and operated small businesses that are family run, that are independent, because we are losing our country to globalist economic aims that want to remove our borders. And this statistic is yet another reminder of that. The fact that the Biden administration touts this job growth, which always was sort of a mirage anyways, because all he was actually saying is that, hey, look, people are going back to work after the COVID crisis that they created out of the establishment. Uh, But to go even further to say, look at all this job growth when it's not even actual Americans that are benefiting from the job growth, uh, it's absolutely absurd. So uh, I I'm, I'm startled and yet sadly not surprised uh, to learn these new revelations, and I'm grateful for Zero Hedge for breaking it.
4: Now, you know, we've got uh, – when we have the Jace Medical guys or, or other people, they've taken kind of the issues out there. This young group of entrepreneurs like yourself, you've taken a problem and you've created a, co- a company that comes up with a solution. So we know the problem. You've got this alternative patriot economy. Walk me through once again what Public Square does for people both – People that are providing uh, products and services that support your values or supports this audience values, and then for the the consumer. And I want to talk specifically about the cart that you guys have built to make the shopping experience even easier.
5: Well, I'm glad you brought that up, Steve. We definitely are solution focused. I like to turn our frustrations into actual practical solutions. And so we created public It is the nation's largest marketplace of businesses that are not run by globalists. These are businesses that are America first. They love their country, their constitution, and the values that's protected by that sacred document. And more than that, We want to actually help them interact with consumers to build this parallel ecosystem so that we're not subjected to five companies for everything we buy that are in bed with a bureaucratic state out of D.C. Instead, we want to decentralize the economy to focus on these small America first businesses. We focus on consumer experience more than anything else because we want to actually drive sales to these businesses. We've added a completely new revamped platform before the end of the year here uh, in 2023, We introduced e-commerce, which is an immersive shopping cart experience that allows us to compete with Amazon. You can now shop from multiple vendors in one shopping cart transaction. Uh, which is fantastic. That's been a long uh, awaited development for our company. We've hired the best people on the planet that are coming out of these uh, globalist companies that are tired of the woke stuff. They're ready to build an America first enterprise and they're doing it here at public square. And we're seeing the manifestation of that with great product deliverables coming out every single day from our engineering team. So it is a bright future in 2024 for the parallel economy. We're obviously going to focus hard about getting the right people uh, in office with our votes at the ballot box, uh, Uh, and securing our election integrity efforts. But our focus is helping people vote every single day with their wallet and helping to make sure that we're shifting the power structures of society economically back toward patriots. That's our goal.
4: Michael, where do they go? How do people start? We have a ton of folks in the worm that are already on Public Square. The the feedback I get, people love it. Uh, The new cart is a game changer for e-commerce But how do people that – and particularly uh, the audience that maybe is not as good with technology like yours truly here, what do they have to do?
5: Well, you can access us on a phone or a desktop, so we try to make it easy so that you can head to the site no matter where you are. We also have a mobile app on both the App Store and Google Play. So if you're looking to download the app, you can do that. You can get started for any myriad of different experiences with our platform at publicsquare.com. That's your single source of truth. That's where you can begin your shopping experience. That's where you can add your business. That's where you can download the mobile app. We have incredible industries uh, and incredible businesses across multiple different products and services that are really excited to serve you. And what's more is that uh, most of these businesses will actually give you discounts to shop there. So we can make your shopping experience not only easy, but incentivized, so that you can support businesses that do not hate you. It is that simple, and all of that starts at publicsquare.com.
4: Seifert, great job, brother. If you had told me when you fir- we first met a couple of years ago and you started this, you'd be as far advanced as you would. I wouldn't have believed it. As a as a financier and investment banker, you've done, you and your team have been, done a magnificent job. So keep grinding.
5: Thank you so much, Steve. Great to see you.
4: This remember we we absolutely are adamantly opposed to what's called finance capitalism, and that leads to state capitalism. That's anti-competitive. That's corporatist. That's that's one of the founding building blocks of globalization of global, uh, globalism. We believe in entrepreneurial finance. We believe in entrepreneurs. I'm very proud that the Warren platform has become a platform for entrepreneurs, and we're going to have Natalie on. Later in the show, we got some other stuff to talk about on this uh, on the CCP and other things that are going on, getting ready for Fauci's deposition. But she's launched her new company. It's on fire already. We support entrepreneurs. We love the fact that the entrepreneurial spirit lives in MAGA. Remember, to stop giving your money to people that hate you and hate your values. I want to pivot now to – let's play the cold open. we got Royce White. We have the Royce White here today, but I want to play a cold open for him and get his – uh, get his take on the jobs report, the Federal Reserve, and the economy.
6: Right. And look, they're also trying to impeach Biden. Let us not forget, yeah. they're trying two multiple impeachments at the same time. Look, Mike Johnson is worried, right? The last speaker did not keep his job. And I think that this is a ploy. I also think, look, gas is under $3. This is, you know, inflation is coming down. Economic news is good, right? We've had that soft landing. People may. Be cranky about the economy, but the fundamentals are solid. That is kind of a miracle. And I think that Republicans don't have that much to run on. And these crime numbers are down. So the thing they have, the thing that they need is fear. And the only thing that they can find that they think will help them run is the border because they think that there's fear. But the thing that we don't talk about when it comes to immigration is we don't talk about this is a very tight labor market. We actually need these people to work jobs. And I think that you're not, you know, there's a larger issue here, which is that we don't have a path to immigration.
4: Net uh, job creation for native-born citizens, zero. Uh, Eight to ten million illegal alien invaders here. And they're here for two reasons. Number one, the elites want bigger markets, bigger consumer markets. Number two... They want to drive down the wages, uh, particularly African-Americans and Hispanic-American working class, uh, with the flooding the zone with labor. And here's why. Because, you know, the inflation problem was caused because of the working poor. The working poor and, the, and their wages are – that's the problem. You're, you always see how these guys – just like the problem with the deficit, the $2.5 deficit, is your Social Security – that little Social Security check you get and a little bit of Medicare you get. That's the problem. The problem is always the working man. You're the problem. You're, you're the problem. They're always trying to get a solution for us. So The solution is just, you know, cut the spigots on the Federal Reserve with fiat money and open the borders. The first guy, one of the first guys to identify this was Royce White. Royce, uh, you join us now. Molly Young-Fast, I know she's a huge fan of yours. Um, I'd like your assessment of her analysis of things. And also from the jobs report, the, the zero hedge analysis of why uh, native born Americans are, are not Really benefiting at all from any aspect of the economy, sir.
7: Well, first off, you know I'm an ad hominem guy, so I don't I don't listen to uh, white <laughs> women who dye their hair that color or wear those type of glasses. These these mealy-mouthed collegiate assholes. I don't I don't really listen to them at all. So that that's where I would begin. I I, I had trouble even listening to the clip because I saw who was talking, but. Um, <laughs> You know, the, the, first of all, she's lying. The economy is not doing well, and she's using the labor market to, to, to falsify this, this narrative. Is you know, the, the jobs, the full-time jobs are down 1.5 million. Uh, part-time jobs are up 760 some thousand. You know, it's, it's a gig economy, and that's what they want. And the one word that, and the one word, the one idea that everybody has to get ironed out, that everybody has to become familiar with and and realign themselves with, regardless of where they think they are on the political spectrum, regardless of how they identify in politics, is citizenship. We say it all the time, but we can't really say it enough. Citizenship, it it has a value. It has a value. Your citizenship has a value. They mean to devalue it. This is why I led a protest of 12,000 during the heart of the George Floyd thing to to the Federal Reserve. Is that this is the source of tyranny? This this economic financial Ponzi scheme. This is where it all begins. And and I want to say this about the debt. Uh, you you and I are as big a debt hawks as anybody. Thirty four trillion dollars. Here's what the federal government and your political elites are telling you right now. They're not worried about the thirty. They're not worried about the debt at all. This scam could keep going. They mean to keep the scam going. They're looking at the full net worth of the country. There's still money to be taken. There's still money to be stolen from you. There's still there's still coins to, to, to cipher off and put in their coffers. That's why the thing will continue to go. So what they're really saying, what, what she's saying, and what a lot of these other establishment uh, you know, puppets are saying is, hey, the, the, there's no problem with the economy. We, we still have room to flood the zone with liquidity. We still have room to, to, to take the American pay, uh, taxpayers' money right from under their nose. They're, they're still paying attention and distracted to, to BS culture wedge issues. And, and, and we still can, you know, we, we still can keep them on the gravy train well enough for them to stay, uh, uh, you know, uh, fat and comfortable, basically.
4: I want to hold you through the break. Uh, before I leave, you know, on the George Floyd situation, you shocked everybody. You were a favorite at MSNBC until you, until you marched 10,000 people down to the Minneapolis uh, Federal Reserve. On that day, and I think that was in early to mid June of 2020. I think the face amount of debt was somewhere in the in the in the twenty, it like tw- it was 26 trillion. Would you have ever thought that a couple of years later we have added another eight, nine, ten trillion dollars, uh, Royce? I tell you what, hold the answer for that because we're going to go to break. I want to have Royce White answer this. Royce White was the first one to identify, really, in a public protest as an activist. To sit there and go, what are you guys doing? You're missing the point here. That that's the problem. That's the enemy. The enemy controls that, and that's the problem. And that's the Federal Reserve. And uh, they have not been happy with Royce White since that happened because he identified. He went full signal, no noise. Short commercial break. Royce White joins us on the other side. To the end, just watch and see. It's all started. Everything's bigger. And you are over. Cause we're taking down the CCB. Spread the
2: world all through Homecom.
4: Tax Network USA is pure war room for solving your IRS tax problems. If you owe back taxes, COVID was your lucky break. Tax courts shut down, the IRS paused, and you skated. Well, baby, that party is over. The IRS is adding 20,000 enforcement agents, basically tax cops. Honest, hardworking Americans like you are in the crosshairs. Rich people have tax lawyers and you don't. You'll pay up plus interest and penalties. TaxUSA Network has brilliant war room type strategies designed to solve your IRS problem quickly in your favor. Never call the IRS yourself. You're at their mercy. You could sit on hold for six to eight hours and get hung up on. Grind you for all your back taxes, plus interest and penalties. Tax Network USA attorneys have a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to talk to and who to avoid. If they get difficult agent, hey, they just call a different agent. Tax Network USA learned of a limited time special IRS offer. The IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Schedule your free confidential consultation with Tax Network USA. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. Think about that. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. They offer a best-in-class client satisfaction guarantee. Now call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000 and visit Tax Network USA, that's TNUSA.com slash Bannon, TNUSA.com slash Bannon. Make sure you take action on this today. This IRS grind is only going to get much worse.
2: I've made the preservation of American democracy the central issue of my presidency. I believe in free and fair elections and the right to vote fairly and have your vote counted. There's something dangerous happening in America. There's an extremist movement that does not share the basic beliefs in our democracy. All of us are being asked right now, what will we do to maintain our democracy? History's watching, the world is watching. Most important, our children and grandchildren will hold us responsible. The Vice President and I have supported voting rights since day one of this administration. And I ask every American to join me in this cause. America is still a place of possibilities where the power resides with we, the people. That's our soul. We are the United States of America. There is nothing beyond our capacity, and we act together. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message.
4: Okay, and at the Valley Forge today, we'll be nonstop, and we're also going to have in the five to seven hour analysis breakdown, all of it. Lou Dobbs is going to join me. Um, One of the leaders of the extremist movement that Joe Biden talks about, Royce White, uh, joins me. So, Royce, uh, you see right there Biden's pitch. It's not, hey, are you better off today than you were four years ago into Trump? It's uh, defending democracy. I noticed he didn't say anything about the def- massive deficits, the out-of-control spending, the destruction of the working class in this country, whether you're white, black, Hispanic, uh, destruction of the middle class. Kind of skipped over that. Your thoughts, sir?
7: Well, they have their three issues. Their three issues are social equity, democracy, uh, and the environment. You know, these are their three calling cards and they're going to they're going to beat that drum until we come up with something better, something more distilled, something that people can can readily, uh, you know, associate with on the fly. Because we know they've created a culture where people get their politics with french fries and, and that that's something that we got to work on continuously for a long time. And, and when we finally get over the hill, which Warman has done a great job of, uh, we have to be, be vigilant that that doesn't happen again. Uh, But the three issues for America first are simple. It's the border. It's the debt. And it's forever wars. Those are our three issues. We don't want an open border. We don't want unconstrained amount of debt, no matter how you try and doctor it up. And we do not want any more forever wars. Very simple three issue platform. That's what I'm running in, in the Senate on. And that's what I think all America first candidates should be running on first and foremost. And this whole border deal. You know, this whole idea that that the border isn't a problem or that the the, the border is, you know, kind of a a casual issue. It's not. It's treason. And any America first candidate who's afraid to call it that is not America first. It's treason. What's taking place at the border is absolutely treason.
4: Why are they? Why are they? uh, Because he's going to go down for Clyburn in South Carolina. They're 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 shocked about the numbers in the Hispanic community. They're shocked about the numbers in the African-American male community, um, how can they, with a straight face, go to these communities and say, hey, you got to vote for me, when obviously one of the central things of the 8 to 10 million illegal alien invaders is to crush wages, is to bring in low-skilled workers that compete against uh, the working-class uh, folks in this country? How can they do that with a straight – make that pitch, you've got to vote for me again with a straight face?
7: Well, they're they're hoping they're hoping for two things. They're hoping that the black community and the Hispanic community are too uh, distracted by cultural wedge issues and, and the, the emotion of cultural wedge issues to really understand the economics. And, and number two, they're hoping that their narrative around. Lose,
4: um, I think we just lost him. Let, let, let's go ahead. Yes. Yeah, let's go ahead and rebooting. just go ahead and reboot. Him. I'll take it. OK, OK. Um, Let's reboot uh, Royce. Can you hear me? Can
7: you hear me? Test, uh, test.
4: Uh, yeah, ha- hang on for a second, Royce. i tell you what we're going to do. We're, gonna, we're getting close to the end of this hour. I want to hold you through. Let's go ahead and reboot him to make sure we got it. Um, Royce White is speaking truth to power. They're trying to use these cultural wedge issues to uh, stop the unity and unifying ourselves into a massive populist nationalist movement. It's not happening. It's, it's, it's occurring every day. This is why Biden today is going to give you nothing but happy talk in the economy, not to live the lived experience of people. And it's all going to be about democracy, democracy, democracy. These are the guys trying to take Trump off the ballot. Hey, here's how we believe in democracy. Let's just have a vote. Let's have a vote. Let's bring it. Let's do it, let's do it this weekend. This is how much we believe in democracy. Don't wait until November. Let's do it next Tuesday. Let's roll. Let's see how you do and see how we do. We'll even outvote your cheating right now. That's how, that's how powerful it is. That's how, that's how strong we are. I'm gonna get we're gonna get Roy sorted out and we're gonna get him back up at the beginning of the next hour. Uh, we got a lot to talk about here. Remember, very simple. They're debasing your currency and they're debasing your citizenship. Just keep that in. Forget Republicans, Democrats, all this. It's nationalists versus globalists. The globalists are devaluing your. Cur- they're destroying your currency and they're destroying your citizenship. Why are they doing that? Because they think you're nothing but trash. You're just a cog in the wheel. I don't care about your race, I don't care about your ethnicity, I don't care about anybody. That, they just think that you're nothing but a cog in the wheel to pay taxes, to, to, to work, to have your, this uh, little bit of your pension money, uh, that's with private equity, to use that to ship jobs overseas, not to build this country. If they were serious about building this country, we would be having an adult conversation right now about this massive debt. We're gonna add another trillion dollars by March. It's insanity. Everybody is insanity. They don't want to address it. Even on Capitol Hill, they're talking about, oh, we got ten billion for the IRS. We got to do this. We're going to do the following. We got a, oh, it's a, you know, we have a, we got a CR. We cut a deal with of one percent cuts across the board, and that's going to, you know, ninety billion dollars, eighty billion dollars. The deficit's two and a half trillion dollars, and the one that we're doing this year, working on, because remember we're kind of doing the number numbers we're supposed to do last year for this year. The one we're supposed to be working on now is another two trillion dollars. And every time they try to show you, oh, well, there's rosy cuts or, there's in the out years. That's all. there's just lies. I've been an investment banker long enough to know that when you see the, the third-year projections always, the you know, the skyrocket. It's, 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 it's takeoff time. It's, everybody's happy. Everybody wants to live in the third year. Well, we're living in period zero. In a period zero, it don't look so good because that's reality. President Trump, for all his faults, gave you – years of peace and prosperity in a dangerous and chaotic world. He gave you peace and prosperity. Think about how hard that is. And think about how few times we've had that in the 21st century. Think about that for a second. Make sure you go to Birchgold, birchgold.com slash Bannon. Talk to Philip Patrick and the team. Philip's going to join me tomorrow. We're going to break down everything down. But the one thing you should be asking the guys at uh, the men and women at Birchgold, why has gold been a hedge for 5,000 years of man's history? And why is it a hedge today for me and my family? Ask it. The central banks of the BRICS, they got their answer. That's where they're buying it at record rates. Short commercial break. Uh, we're going to get Royce White back up, rebooted, and with us here in the War The apples in your holiday pie taste amazing, but it's not exactly the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetables. The Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and your cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day, which, as you know, is almost impossible. That's why you need to check out Field of Greens. Every fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs like your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, and your immune system. Yo, folks, the holidays are here, and you need to stay healthy. Plus, you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier. Field of Greens is the simplest way to get those daily fruits and veggies, and it tastes amazing. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com. Use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com fieldagreen's.com make sure you take take it today use your agency action 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 fieldagreen's.com promo code bannon folks let me tell you about salty it's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart while covid gets all the headlines it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year yes heart disease is the number 1 killer